I can't believe we are almost halfway through February already. This year has been going incredibly fast, but I hope it's filled with motivation and inspiration as we leave the unexpected disaster that was 2020 and move in to a more prepared and calm 2021. Today's story is The Seven Swabians by the Brothers Grimm. I've actually never heard this one, so I thought it would be fun to read it together. But first, as always, let's start with a brief breathing exercise. And now here's the story. The Seven Swabians by the Brothers Grimm. Seven Swabians were once together. The first was Master Schultz. The second, Jackley. The third, Marley. The fourth, Jurgly. The fifth, Michael. The sixth, Hans. The seventh, Vetli. All seven had made up their minds to travel about the world to seek adventures and perform great deeds. But in order that they might go in security and with arms in their hands, they thought it would be advisable that they should have one solitary but very strong and very long spear made for them. This spear all seven of them took in their hands at once. In front walked the boldest and bravest, and that was Master Schultz. All the others followed in a row, and Vetli was the last. Then it came to pass one day, in the haymaking month of July, when they had walked a long distance and still had a long way to go before they reached the village where they were to pass the night, that as they were in a meadow in the twilight, a great beetle or hornet flew by them from behind a bush and hummed in a menacing manner. Master Schultz was so terrified that he all but dropped the spear, and a cold perspiration broke out all over his body. Hark, hark, cried he to his comrades. Good heavens, I hear a drum. Jackley, who was behind him holding the spear, and who perceived some kind of a smell, said, Something is most certainly going on, for I taste powder and matches. At these words, Master Schultz began to take flight, and in a trice jumped over a hedge. But as he just happened to jump on the teeth of a rake, which had been left lying there after the haymaking, the handle of it struck against his face and gave him a tremendous blow. Oh dear, oh dear, cried Master Schultz. Take me prisoner. I surrender. I surrender. The other six all leapt over, one on the top of the other, crying, If you surrender, I surrender too. If you surrender, I surrender too. At length, as no enemy was there to bind and take them away, they saw that they had been mistaken. And in order that the story might not be known, and they had treated as fools and ridiculed, they all swore to each other to hold their peace about it until one of them accidentally spoke of it. Then they journeyed onwards. The second danger, which they survived, cannot be compared with the first. Some days afterwards, their path led them through a fallow field where a hare was sitting sleeping in the sun. Her ears were standing straight up, and her great glassy eyes were wide open. All of them were alarmed at the sight of the horrible wild beast, and they consulted together as to what would be the least dangerous to do. For if they were to run away, they knew that the monster would pursue and swallow them whole. So they said, We must go through a great and dangerous struggle. Boldly ventured, half is one. And all seven grasped the spear, Master Schultz in front, and Vetli behind. Master Schultz was always trying to keep the spear back, but Vetli had become quite brave behind them, 
and wanted to dash forward and cried, Strike home in every Swabian's name, or else I wish ye may be lame. But Hans knew how to meet this and said, Thunder and lightning, it's fine to prate, but for dragon hunting thou art a too late. Michael cried, Nothing is wanting, not even a hare. Be sure the devil himself is there. Then it was Jergli's turn to speak. If it be not, it's at least his mother, or else it's the devil's own stepbrother. And now Marley had a bright thought and said to Vetli, Advance, Vetli, advance, advance, and I behind will hold the lance. Vetli, however, did not attend to that, and Jackley said, "'Tis Schultz's place the first to be. No one deserves that honor but he." Then Master Schultz picked up his courage and said gravely, "'Then let us boldly advance to the fight, and thus we shall show our valor and might.' Hereupon they all together set on the dragon. Master Schultz crossed himself and prayed for God's assistance. But as all this was of no avail, and he was getting nearer and nearer to the enemy, he screamed, Ho, 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 in the greatest anguish. This awakened the hare, which in great alarm darted swiftly away. When Master Schultz saw her thus flying from the field of battle, he cried in his joy, Quick, Vetli, quick, look there, look there, the monster's nothing but a hare. But the Swabian allies went in search of further adventures, and came to the Moselle, a mossy, quiet, deep river, over which there are few bridges, and which in many places people have to cross in boats. As the seven Swabians did not know this, they called to a man who was working on the opposite side of the river, to know how people contrived to get across. The distance, and their way of speaking, made the man unable to understand what they wanted, and he said, What? What? in the way people speak in the neighborhood of Trevis. Master Schultz thought he was saying, Wade, wade, through the water, and as he was the first, began to set out and went into the Moselle. It was not long before he sank in the mud, and the deep waves which drove against him, but his hat was blown to the opposite shore by the wind, and a frog sat down beside it and croaked, What? 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 The other six on the opposite side heard that, and said, Oh ho, comrades, Master Schultz is calling us. If he can wade across, why cannot we? So they all jumped into the water together in a great hurry, and were drowned. And thus one frog took the lives of all six of them, and not one of the Swabian allies ever reached home again.